Spoiler alert! This podcast will discuss events in the most recent episode of the television show it covers. If you do not wish to be spoiled, please watch the most recent episode before listening. Dedicated to Showtime series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. Welcome back to the Homeland Field Division podcast. It's episode 39 of the podcast. And this time we're going to be talking about Homeland. It's returned. It's season six, episode one. The name of the episode is Fair Game. It was written by Alex Gonza and Ted Mann and directed by Keith Gordon. My name is Matt Murdock, and I am from homelandfielddivision.wordpress.com. That's the website for the show. It has our contact information, and it also has the podcast app links, at least the iTunes link, to where you can leave me a written review, which helps me stay more noticeable among the other podcasts covering the show, Homeland. And uh, if you ever have any feedback for the podcast, feel free to send an email to Homeland Field Division podcast at gmail.com. I know that's a mouthful. Or you can tweet at Homeland Field on Twitter and take your feedback in both ways. Just a quick warning that for this season, there are going to be some weeks that I will miss due to my music schedule. I'm very busy with touring. Uh, with James Armstrong Band, which is a uh, blues act. Uh, James is out of California, and uh, we actually do a lot more playing in the southeast than we do anywhere else. Um, Next week's podcast will be late by a couple of days because of that, and then there may be uh, a week or two in there where I won't be able to record a podcast at all because I'll be uh, busy going from place to place with that band. Um, mostly in the southeast coming up. So um, if you're in Durham, North Carolina, or Atlanta, Georgia, or Tallahassee, Florida, or Fort Myers, Florida, or Jacksonville, Florida, uh, or Amelia Island, or Key West, um, look for the James Armstrong Band there and stop in on the gig and say hello. I'm the keyboard player sitting over there to the side. Anyway. That's enough about me. That's enough about the podcast. Uh, this episode, I don't know if I'm going to, like I started last year just doing little 10, 15 minute podcasts, just a kind of a first impressions podcast. And I actually got to see this episode on the Friday night uh, before it aired all over the place. And uh, I will delay putting it up until after it is aired um, officially on Showtime, but I did get to see an advanced copy of it simply because it was available on demand early, and uh, I chose to do that when I had a moment to do so. And I got to say, I, I was pretty bored. Um, I hate to say this, but all, all Homeland starts off slow and slow brews, and, and you get the, the build up and, and you have a couple of character moments, and um, I'm not exactly sure how I'm supposed to feel about this other than, okay, well, here's where we are. We've got a new president who's going to be um, somewhat against the CIA, it would appear, and it would appear that Saul is being much more tolerant about it than Dar. And then we have this Carrie story where we're wrapping up the whole bit about the 
dude that she worked for that got a crush on her. That's all fine. And now she's got Quinn. Surprise. The one surprise. Quinn is actually alive. Uh, I didn't think that he had much of a chance, according to the way it sounded last at the end of last season. Um, and I was pretty sure that uh, she had uh, put a pillow over him or shut down his machine or whatever. And um, that was the end of Quinn. But evidently he has survived. He's definitely not the same Quinn that he was before. All of that stuff with the chemicals happened last year. So um, he's become Carrie's uh, pet project to care for. And what all that means, I have no clue. As, as to, It'll either completely destroy their friendship or uh, they'll fall in love, would be my big guess. One of the two. And I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about either of those. I, I just uh, hate what they did to Quinn's character. I'm assuming that Rupert had said he was doing too, uh, too many other projects. And so they thought they were going to uh, possibly kill him off just for that reason but nonetheless uh rupert is back and so is peter quinn and man is he messed up i I will give it to rupert he's really doing the acting the part very well um i'm not sure what effect that's supposed to be that he's having to where he think feels like he's seeing other things all of the time is that just brain damage um physically he's really not able to do as much because of the the chemical the biological weapon that he was forced to inject and um it just seems a a shame um although while a great experience for us to empathize with Quinn um being a different kind of character and to try and figure out you know we want to root for him we want him to um at least get somewhat back to normal it doesn't seem like a very realistic expectation and it doesn't seem like a very realistic expectation for Carrie to actually be able to take care of him as irresponsible as, as she uh, has been in the past. Although, by the looks of Franny, she's still doing okay with that. So maybe she's just having another kid around, more or less, with Quinn. Um, otherwise, I'm not exactly sure what her role in this whole story is going to be. Um, you know, at what point will Saul call her in to help out with whatever Dar is planning? Because it seems like Dar is uh, trying to accelerate some operations, some CIA operations that he feels like this new president will be uh, canceling out. And um, that can't be anything good for either Dar or Saul. One of the two of them will have to take the fall for this when it all goes down. Maybe it'll go down badly at that um, because it has to. The planning has to be rushed. Um, interesting that we, you know, they're, they're doing this, airing this out, you know, basically a, a week before the uh, the inauguration of our next president, and um, it seems to me that um, they were guessing that it was probably going to be Hillary, and that's why they put a, a tough talking uh, female president in, in there in some way or another and of course they were wrong so um (laughs) i wonder how uh the president-elect is still the president-elect as of this moment uh will receive uh or if he'll even care uh what it seems like that gonza and howard's uh prediction was in terms of who would uh ultimately become president this year doesn't really matter to me as long as uh, they keep the uh, keep the internet free, then I'm all good for it. When they start charging me to to put something up on the internet, then I'll have a problem with whoever the president is. 
um, because I like to give this content out to you for free. Um, what else? We have the uh, we have the kid here who uh, is very interested in the history of what seems like uh, some of the jihad stuff, and we have this new director guy who uh, seems very adamant about uh, changing the laws of the land in order to make it to where just thinking about a terrorist act uh, makes you criminal. Um, let alone just uh, posting history about it on the interwebs. That doesn't seem to be a very good uh, kind of uh, protocol to have at all, um, in my personal opinion. And I think that that's probably what that was meant to do, is to spark up conversation amongst us viewers about, you know, how far is too far in terms of uh, going after terrorists. And the kid so far doesn't seem to, you know, the way he reacted when Carrie and her cohort was, whose name I don't really know or remember, but um, when her cohort and her uh, told him, you know, what they basically, what the mosques, why the mosques were asking him to come speak in that, and the fact that he was going to go see his father, um, you know, he seemed very surprised by all of the fact that, uh, that he might be responsible for individual terrorist attacks just because he's spreading out information, um, about the history of them, uh, which makes him, you know, to me that much more obvious that he probably is a bad guy, but I, you know, I'm really tired of having, you know, the, the Islam guy be the bad guy. So maybe that won't be the case. Maybe in this time around, he actually will just be, uh, a victim of circumstance, um, but he must have a larger role to play in all of this. Um, we'll just have to see. I think this is probably going to be more about policy and that kind of thing um, than um, th thwarting some kind of uh, big threat, which has been kind of the template for most of the past seasons. And really, you know, I just watched the episode and that's really all I can recall about it. So I don't know what that says about the episode. Um, I was interested in seeing Carrie again. I was interested uh, after it was revealed that Quinn was still alive. I was interested in his story. And man, he's got all kinds of problems, you know, and with, uh, with the drug use on top of all of it. Ah, you know, those were the really the only two engaging things for me. Saul still seems to be Saul. Dar still seems to be Dar. Um, the president, I'm really not all that interested in whether she had a kid die in a covert operation or not. Uh, as of yet, they're going to have to do something more to invest me in that. If I'm going to invest in her side of the story, um, is Dar going to go too far? I guess is the big question that we're, we're all supposed to ask is Saul not going to go far enough, you know, and all of those kind of things, but it, it just really didn't hit me all of that great. And, um, uh, usually, if I, if I'm not getting intrigue from this show, then I'm at least getting some kind of uh, emotional kind of thing from it, and I really just didn't get a whole lot of anything from this episode. Uh, and again, that's not to you know slam the series as a whole. As a whole, we've had plenty of episodes like this, and then it's turned out that in the long run, it pays off to be great. I'm just waiting for that to happen. So far, I'm going to give this one probably a seven out of ten. And, um, again, if you have any thoughts about, uh, what you saw, and if you think that I'm being outrageously negative about this episode, feel free to let me know. You can tweet at Homeland Field, 
or you can send an email to homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll be happy to share each week uh, the feedback that I do get. Um, at the end of the episode, uh, I'll do that. Of course, this is the first episode, so you all didn't even know if I was coming back. I didn't do any kind of launching podcast or anything to say whether I was coming back or not. And I totally get why, you know, you may not even, uh, listen to this until you see a couple new podcasts come up on the new, on the feed. So, um, if you are coming back, if you're, if you're back here, uh, shortly after I've released this episode, thank you so much. It's been over a year since the last time we talked and I'm very happy to have you back and listening again. And, uh, thanks again for your time. And we'll talk to you next time. Here's all of my contact information once more. Find all back episodes of the podcast and contact and social media information at homelandfielddivisionpodcast.wordpress.com. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com or by calling the listener line 314-669-1840.